Welcome to the Liberty Block. This is Alu Axelman. This is going to be another installment of a short podcast for the series on Articles of Secession. It's where I pretty much make podcast form articles that we have in this book. And in this book, which I wrote a few months ago in response to some state reps who had questions about independence and how New Hampshire secession would work and post-independence, how we would survive. And we addressed the various systems. So I take kind of the 12... 13 most common questions, and I keep expanding the book and adding to it, but I have around 12 in here right now, I believe, the most common questions, and I go by system at a time. So we already did a podcast for healthcare and taxes and welfare, I believe, those systems, and I explained how the healthcare system and the welfare and tax system would work once we sever ties with DC politicians. Um, so I kind of answer those questions in the book. We published the articles as well, so I made everything available for free on libertyblock.com with the articles. And this will be a very similar podcast form of the article titled, How Would Currency Work in the Republic of New Hampshire? Or something like that. Um, let's see the exact title. It's, yeah, Currency in the Republic of New Hampshire. So I'll put the podcast in the article and the article link to the podcast in the show notes and description of the videos. So you can find this book on Amazon. It's like five, six bucks, super cheap, pretty short book. Um, I'll link that in the description as well. All right. This one's a very easy one. How would currency work in the Republic of New Hampshire? And and you know what? Even though this is really easy, it's not as hard as like healthcare. That's complicated. Welfare is a bit complicated. Um, interstate travel, which we'll do next. The podcast, I already wrote the article and the, there's a chapter in the book. Those are complicated. But people actually have asked me and they thought they stumped me. They said, Alu, secession will be great, but what would we do for currency? What the hell would we do once we no longer have the Federal Reserve? People really said that. I'm surprised people don't realize it. And this could be a very short podcast. It could be like two seconds. All I could just say is, so what? It doesn't matter. We wouldn't have to do anything. Right now, there is a legal tender in the United States. And essentially, for they say that the United States Federal Reserve, it's not a dollar, it's called the Federal Reserve note, has to be accepted by everyone for public and private debts. So for any debt that you have, you have to accept it. So not only does the government accept it when we pay the government for taxes and stuff, but private people and their businesses have to accept the dollar, which is really a Federal Reserve note, because it's no longer linked to silver or gold. It's just paper. So they have, the United States government has a legal tender, an official currency that is used and that has to be accepted. So it's essentially what everyone uses. Now, in New Hampshire, I can't speak for other states, but at least in New Hampshire here, I know that there is a lot of usage of gold, silver, goldbacks, and a lot of cryptocurrencies. We might have the highest usage of cryptocurrencies. We also probably have the highest usage of gold and silver in everyday trade among the massive liberty community of tens of thousands of people, but also among normal people. I was at a pizza shop the other day and someone knew I wrote books and wanted to buy one and he didn't have cash, I think, and he asked if I would accept uh, BTC or USD coin or some other um, common cryptocurrencies. And and um, we actually couldn't find the same one we had on the, on the same wallets, the same currency. So I think he ended up finding cash for me, but he had like a, a Coinbase wallet app and I had a few uh, cryptocurrency wallet apps as well. So this was a random kid in a pizza shop. So people, regular normies here use cryptocurrency a lot. So once we sever ties with the union, as I explained in this article, we can just not pass any law restricting or forcing what currencies are used. Right now, New Hampshire state government has no law about currency that I know of. 
there might be a, a law about counterfeiting. I don't know. But New Hampshire state government probably has no laws regarding currency of what could be used or could not be used or what has to be used. So it would most likely stay that way. Now, by the time secession happens, again, it could happen in a year. More likely it would be two or three or four or five years. By five years, either we'll have seceded or the federal government will uh, collapse. The D.C. government empire, the union is going to collapse or the D.C. government will collapse. So I don't think it'll be more than five years. But in two, three, four years when we secede, it'll be largely because we have a very libertarian legislature, which reflects the libertarian people of New Hampshire, the citizens. Now, what are the chances that after voting to secede, that same legislature will vote to pass a law forcing people to use a certain currency or... or even worse, prohibiting the use of a certain currency. I think little to no chance, probably zero or, or 1% or 0.5% chance. So once we leave the union, the most likely thing and the ideal policy to have would be to allow people to do what they want. Meaning, if people want to use gold or silver or cryptocurrency or you know keep using the USD Federal Reserve note, they can keep using that too. And most likely, the majority of transactions in New Hampshire right after secession will still take place in FRNs, Federal Reserve Notes, the so-called U.S. dollar, most likely. And that actually would not be very uh, strange because right now plenty of countries, I think El Salvador officially uses the, the USD, the U.S. dollar, but plenty of other countries officially and or unofficially use the U.S. dollar. For better or for worse, you can use the U.S. dollar in many countries, probably most countries around the world. You can use it and people will accept it. So again, currency is all about what people accept. So a day after the vote for secession or whatever it takes effect, you will still probably be able to use it. And again, we're talking about the law here. It'll be legal to use it and it should remain, at least in my opinion, if I had it my way, ideally, it should be legal for anyone to do anything they want unless they are hurting people or taking their stuff. That's the whole libertarian and voluntarist and anarchist philosophy. If you're not hurting someone or taking their stuff, it's not if the government's goddamn business. So, I mean, there's no other way to say it. This is going to be a very short podcast, which, which is fine. What's most likely and ideal is for people to be able to use whatever currency they want. Once we secede from D.C., if people want to use gold or silver or cryptocurrency or the USD or the euro. You know, some people do use it. I have some euro and I know others around here have some euro. Um, some, a friend gave me some euro as a, a wedding gift. He gave me some, some USD and some euro. Um, and I have some other currencies as well. And I, I have some shekel and I've, I know others who have these really shekel, which by the way, is doing very well compared to the US dollar right now. Historically, it was four or five shekel to make $1. Now three shekel makes $1. So that means that the USD is, is not as mighty as they say it is. It's actually uh, weaker against some other countries like Israel, weaker than ever before, I believe. So, you know, people can keep using whatever they want, and it should not be illegal. Absolutely, it should not. And any legislator, this would be a deal breaker for me, by the way. I know we talked about deal breakers, and if they don't vote for secession, it should be totally throw out the legislators, those legislators and, and uh, declare war against them and try to remove them and primary them. Um, I don't know, but if someone votes to make it a crime, make it illegal, send them with guns from the government, make it a crime to use any currency or any other um, inanimate object, like a bump stock, for instance, any plastic or metal or paper, or cryptocurrency, if anyone voted to make it illegal, they are gone. I will totally wage war against them and make sure they are not reelected. They have to be removed from the legislature. So th that would be a deal breaker. That would be a big one. Nobody should be forced or prohibited from using any currency. It's that simple. So I don't know if I have anything else in this article. I mean, we give a lot more history in the article. I give more history on 
currencies, what currency is. It's just a way to, to transact with value, to, to uh, transfer value in a simple, somewhat uniform way. And it really signifies someone's labor and, and value they've produced. So I talk about inflation. Let me talk about goldbacks and silver and crypto in the article. You've got to read the article, but that, I just wanted to do a podcast version of the article. We talk about FDR confiscating gold and all that. You should read the full article. It's it's a bit longer. Um, there, there's not much more to say. It's a very short podcast. This is, I think, the simplest. Of all the questions people ask about secession, this is a simple one. There are questions that are hard to answer. There will be difficulties. I'm not saying secession will be a walk in the park, obviously. But this one is, is really not an issue. If people say, what currency would you use if you leave D.C.? It's such a poor question. It's just There's nothing to that question. It's very easy to answer. Any toddler can answer that question very effectively by saying that there's, that's not an issue. We would just use whatever currency we want. As long as politicians don't send men with guns to kill us, then we can keep using any currency. So it's that simple. Check out the book for the rest of the articles. And if you have any more questions, if you read the book and you still have questions, I would love for you to send me questions by email or debate me or, or whatever. Um, check out the book on Amazon. Check out libertyblock.com for more. And check out the Liberty Block podcast. Check out our weekly Wednesday podcast of the Liberty Block called The Conservatory Exchange. I believe we're up to episode 95, 95 straight weeks, pretty much. And that will be Wednesday. So thank you very much and have a great night.